Welcome to the Disruptor Network Podcast. Welcome back to the Disruptor Network Podcast. We have two great guests for you today, Anthony Lolly and Teresa Hakobian. They have created a fitness nation movement across the country with radical body transformations. I know Anthony from a previous life in real estate where he was super successful. He owned a huge franchise that he sold, sold the best-selling book that was on New York Times, Amazon's bestsellers list. Uh, his wife, Teresa, was accomplished in her own right. She's an actress. She's a great mom. He brought her along on his fitness journey. He lost over 100 pounds. Now they're competing in all these body competitions across the world, and they're going to tell you their story. So without further ado, Anthony Lolly and Teresa Alcobian. Ignition. Liftoff. Hey, how's it going? Thank you, everybody, for coming and tuning in. Today we have our guest once again. We have Anthony Lolly coming to bless us today we we actually he joining us again we had him on the tv show and today him and his wife are going to tell us a little bit about everything that they've been doing because they've been working on a lot of stuff and they've been competing all around the country doing everything that they can right now so we have a lot of questions for you and we really appreciate you guys for coming by yeah thank you for having us yeah and i love i love what you guys did uh with the show it was amazing we got some incredible feedback you guys are amazing putting it all together telling the story it was magical i loved it yeah thank you and and thank you for doing it and teresa thank you for being on i know that uh part i have some questions for you too because i I know you have a lot to do i I watched just to the record i watched your whole entire food prep episode and i got Um, some things from it so i got something to ask you um he's a super mom that's what it is (laughs) Um, thank you but you guys i mean so a couple of things. I mean, Anthony, just from the time you've been on the show and the time your your, your series came out, your, both of your social medias have exploded. I mean, you guys, it's become such a, and, and it's not like you haven't been famous before. You've been famous for a little while, but I, I feel like people are connecting more with the message you guys are putting out together now. Can you just um, give a little background on that? Um, well, like- yeah. I mean, first of all, the documentary from Fat Lolly to Six Pack Lolly was released July 2020. So it's this month is a full year and over 95 million people have watched. It's been streamed 95 million times. It's broken records. Wow. So that's number one. It's been nominated eight times and it won two best documentary film awards. So that really blew things up. Then we had it translated translated into 52 languages, which opened up the international audience of people on social media. And when you watch the documentary, I was very uh, thinking ahead and I was showing about how I talked to my fan base and I was taking pictures on Instagram and stuff like that. So people saw that I was welcoming because I was basically indirectly telling the people, hey, look me up on Instagram. I'll, uh, you know, you can be my friend. So, uh, so people took me up on that. And then we launched a YouTube channel that now has like 23,000 subscribers. And, and, uh, we started putting content on there, which was more related to us as a family and doing things as a family, as a couple, as a fit couple. Uh, so we started putting content there. And then of course we started, uh, competing in Teresa did her first competition in April in Orlando, Florida. And only from one year of training, she won her pro card, which is unprecedented. It's very difficult, you know, to win your pro card. You have people that have trained five, six, seven years to, to, to try to win a pro card. She did it her first year, which was pretty amazing. And then, of course, I competed in one. And then I did my first crossover competition where I went from transformation to male fitness model. So I was competing against two guys that have been in the fitness industry. Uh, for uh, 
Sorry. People call me. Somebody was, I was competing with two guys that have been in the fitness industry 10, 15 years, and I took second place as a male fitness And model. it all happened by chance. Yeah. So we were just sitting, waiting, and it was registration night. Well, we went, we registered for transformation, bikini. And then I was like, look, you could just do fitness model too. We're here. And, yeah. you know, you look the part. Because I saw the other fitness models registering. I sized them up, and I'm like you you can beat them too so that started a whole trend where last weekend he's already classic physique so it was yeah. it was amazing to start off our competition season with a little bit of transformation but really putting in this focus to transition to a, a real body and then, then we launched our we launched our business officially in february radical body transformations and then we started launching these 90-day challenges we were offering up to a hundred thousand dollars in prizes, That's and that 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 blew us up. People started, you know, submitting videos and and getting coaching and winning prizes and doing before and afters and losing weight or putting on muscle. So also changing their lives. Yeah. We have contestants who who were like one of the guys was like, I was ready to commit suicide. Yeah. And completely by chance, I see your documentary. I'm like, let me just reach out to her. You know, this is the kind of outreach we've had people who've had, you know, who were cancer survivors, having weight issues, moms now, moms are going wild, yeah. seeing that it could be done and managed with two kids who are under yeah, five. I didn't know that my fan base was going to be mainly women. It's like 80% <laughs> women and moms, moms, you know, like they took a liking to the whole, you know, family dynamic and component. You know, there was one scene in the documentary where Teresa was wiping my ass because I couldn't I wipe my own ass. Yeah, we yeah. almost didn't put it in there. I was the like, most famous <laughs> and then, uh, but that's really what, you know, they really blew her up too. You know, people are like, wow, I can't believe this kind of dedication. And so it was pretty Because cool. honestly, transformation and staying fit is a lifestyle. And when your lifestyle is, is revolved around a family, that family has to be in that lifestyle. So you went together, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to give you guys both a compliment real quick because I thought about it. And Teresa, first of all, you you getting your pro card in this short period of time. And I, I've been around fitness my whole life. That's, amaz that's an amazing accomplishment. For people who Thank don't you. know what that is, people train for years and years and years for this and never get it. So like, it's, it's an unbelievable that you've done that, um, especially having two kids and filming a show and all this stuff. So- Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Anthony, I, I really thought about this the other day with you um, when I was you know, doing some research to ask you guys questions. And you've been successful at so many things since I've known you at this point now, right? That I don't even talk about you as a real estate guy anymore, which is the biggest compliment I can give you. Like you <laughs> transformed into other industries. Like the biggest compliment I can give you is that we don't ever have to talk about real estate again. And, <laughs> and, and you're still is succeeding so like some people hold on to the one success they have for their whole entire lives and never do anything else so like um i, I think it's great you guys are accountability partners but you know can you guys just both talk about that like you transitioned from a completely different lifestyle into this lifestyle um you know what mentality did you guys use for that like like that you took from what your life and, and to resonate in your own right you're an actress you, if people go look you up, you've been in a bunch of things. Like you guys were doing totally different things than you're doing now. Like how did you use that mentality to, to be successful where you are now? I think, you know, um, you can't be a one trick pony. If you look at the sharks on Shark Tank, if you look at Elon Musk, you know, he 
made a big fortune owning PayPal. He didn't just stop there. You know, look at all the sharks on Shark Tank and all the businesses, you know. So I think you're either a businessman or you're a businessman. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, you know, that's the, that's the mm -hmm. truth. So, yeah. you know, um, we had to completely change our circle. I think that's key. You know, uh, if you keep talking to the same people, you're going to get the same ideas. So you have to really surround yourself and humble yourself and really immerse yourself and be a student of the trade. So I went into the fitness industry with my thinking cap and uh, my glasses and pen and paper, just learning everything I needed to do, absor absorbing, but also taking all of my knowledge and wisdom and my skill sets in business and applying them when necessary. You know, I think it's, it's no different than uh, a boxer crossing over into mixed martial arts. You know, there's still, it's still fighting, but there's more moving parts, there's more dynamics. And then you have to kind of humble yourself and really train from the ground up grappling and everything. So I think for us, I think we're ready for the change. You know, I think, uh, you know, real estate is kind of set it and forget it. You know, we took advantage of all the opportunities that real estate could bring us. And, uh, and then, you know, when you sell your company, you want to sell it for a, a good exit and you want to have an exit strategy, you know? And so uh, for me, I knew that selling the company would allow me to have more time and freedom to go into the next phase of my life, which was having a family and spending more time with my wife and my children. But uh, I'm a business person and entrepreneur by heart. So, you know, I had to combine the two, I think. I think our mindset, um, and it, I, I still remember when when we met and we started dating, um, he, he was like, you know, you remind me so much of myself. And I was like, oh, really? How? So, and then now moving, you know, moving past all the obstacles and everything, I understand that this drive for life, this passion for accomplishing some, some groundbreaking missions. We, we both are very deep and spiritual people, even though we're very like, you know, charging like horses, but we do have this spirituality in us that we believe we're put on earth for a reason. And, um, if we are blessed with some opportunities, we must, you know, bless with, uh, with our knowledge and experience. So we also come from the mentality of taking charge of our lives rather than life taking charge of us. And it all started with him losing weight to be, to be healthy for the children. That's all it started. But when he was documenting his journey and posting it on social media and he saw people were crying and craving this content, that's where he was like, you know, maybe I can put it on Amazon as a documentary to inspire people because I look at all these people, they don't have the drive, maybe they don't have the supportive, you know, partner, maybe they don't have their why. They don't have the, you know, the daughter that says, daddy, don't, please don't die or whatever that transformed his mindset. They don't have it. Maybe I could be that person to help them. Then that, you know, the documentary goes up and now it's even more outreach, more people. And I feel like the universe has brought on this business, has brought on everything. And we've just been lucky enough, also wise enough to take on the ship and start steering in our own way and we're very passionate about benefiting and spreading you know what we've learned so the docuseries is going to be a wealth of information that we've learned about the fitness industry and we just cannot wait to 
share, educate, because we want a lot of people in this, in this industry. Why not inspire people to be fit? Why, why would overweight, you know, models be such mainstream? Why are all these shows about dating and dumping and like the, you know, the crazy stuff that's all mainstream and people do get influenced by this stuff. Why can't we influence people about the fitness world, you know? have portion control, have good relationship with food, raise your children from the ground up with good relationship with food, because that's like basic, you know, it comes from childhood and then it carries over. That's why many people suffer. Many people have all these issues with their weight, with their image. It's all related to relationships with food. So we just want to transform that you know, relationship with food and fitness and bring the fitness industry to the mainstream, especially there's like, federations like the WBFF and um, you know of course the NPC which is more hardcore but there's other federations like OCB and we we dove deep and we understood everything around it it's fashionable it's glamorous weightlifting is sexy it's not manly you know yeah, yeah. so we just want to convey that message and we just want to influence and as Anthony says we want to lose one million pounds around the world and just have have happy moms out there, you know, no mom buds. So yeah, that's that's the mentality. We just want to accomplish a mission in this life. Be somebody, be a vessel. You, you know, it's interesting. We had, um, I don't know if you guys know Chris Voss. He's like a master negotiator. He's done a lot of Yeah, things. I like him. I see him on Masterclass. I like his yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. I you guys interviewed him recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he basically, we learned a lot of stuff from him. And one of the things that I think was my final question that I asked him was that um, obviously, you know, in life, we, we continue to negotiate, you know, whether it's in business, whether it's with your mother when you're growing up, whether it's whatever, you're trying to get out of curfew and stuff, but you're always negotiating something, right? And so I asked him, I said, so what is the conversation that you're having with yourself when you have to negotiate with yourself? You know, we're always talking about the deals that we're making outside of us, but never within real negotiations that we're having within us that, for instance, the journey that you had to go through was more mental than anything. It was a physical, you know, endurance that you had to really go through. And it's a, like a triathlon within yourself, but it was a mentality shift where it went from you no longer negotiating against yourself, but now negotiating for yourself, you know, like, can you walk me through that? Cause it was a moment. And, and we know that during the documentary, your, your daughter says that she doesn't want you to die and that shifts you, but that's always like, that's a moment. And so there's a, there's still you going to the gym every single day then now you have to keep that same mentality. So every day you're negotiating again, you're waking up and you're like, I'm tired, I'm sore. Can you walk me through even that journey, even for you, Teresa, like, because you were going through your own challenges as well, but something kept you going. What was that mentality like for you guys? Um, for me, it was very easy. For the first time I was able to put the fate of my life in my own hands versus in a business, you have employees, you have you have weather, you have materials, you have whether somebody wants to show up to work or not, uh, whether somebody delivers on their part or not. It's not really in your control. But this, you can control what you eat, you can control your mindset, your emotion, your workouts. So for the first time, it was in my control. So I looked at it like week one, my salary was a dollar. Week two, my salary was a hundred dollars. Week three, my salary was a thousand dollars. Week four, it was a million dollars. Week five, it was two million. What I mean by that is week one was the hardest. You know, I woke up in pain. I was sore, but guess what? Week two, the scale went down. The workouts got easier. 
the clothes started feel, fitting looser. Week three, people started saying, hey, did you lose weight? You know what I mean? Week four, my face started getting chiseled. You know, week five, I started getting more energy. So like I looked at it like somebody's paying me. I'm, pay I'm, I'm getting, I'm seeing the reward. So it's imagine me doing a job and I'm like, okay, $20 million a week. Stop right there. That's too much. I got to <laughs> quit. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not a dumb guy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, and I said, I'm going to, I'm winning here. I'm winning. I'm getting rewarded. I see the actual winning. And, you know, I'm going to take this thing to the finish line because the hardest part is over, you know? And so it's only going to be easier from here. And so that was it, you know, it was not that difficult for me to put the battery in my back and keep going. And then I kept visualizing and I kept putting the blinders on. There was a lot of distractions. You know, we just had our, our son. There was a lot of different things that could have, uh, taking me off the beaten path, but I was winning. I was rocking it. You know, I was doing well. I didn't get injured. And, and, uh, once I got the nutrition in check, that was it. It was like, you know, full guns blazing. I'm not the kind of guy to start a real estate project and then just leave it abandoned. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to budget accordingly. I'm going to build out. I'm going to finish. I'm going to sell out all those condos. You know, I'm going to lease the whole thing out, you know? So I'm not one of these abandoned real estate projects. So mm -hmm. that was how I looked at it. I don't want to leave my body like I did nine other times as an abandoned construction job. You He's know? right. It was, it was, it was one of the most challenging times of our lives where um, our, you know, our, our daughter love, um, she was two, two and a half ish and she was booking jobs left and right. So there was auditions, there was shoots. She had about eight classes a week that I had signed up for. So it was like rushing from this class to that class while having the newborn, you know, in a carrier. And our son came out with um, some health related things that no doctor was putting their finger on. So I went through this whole holistic journey, top notch like homeopathic doctors and guess what anthony showed up to every single appointment like to drive or whatever because i had to sit in the back and nurse my son on the right you know whatever it took you know to figure out what's going on with our son we found out and and we took it under control because if we didn't you know things could have gone even wrong so it was very challenging times but the commitment that he showed to himself uh was definitely epic so even if we got home at 6 7 p.m and we were wiped out from driving to newport long island waiting for three hours to see this special homeopath coming back you know and we're all drained mentally too because we're like is our son gonna be okay we're worried like sick to our stomachs he would still go to the gym i would be knocked out asleep he had no fun to come home to but he would still like stay and do his job get home at 12 a.m wiped out wake up at 6 a.m. earlier than us to hit the gym for his morning fasted cardio. That was commitment. For me, what, what that switch was, uh, well, first of all, it was COVID. So things got locked down and we were homeschooling our, our both of our children. And luckily he built a gym. So I had the access. I was like, well, there is no excuse, right? But yes, there was a lot of excuses. The kids, you know, I have to entertain them, all of it. And I have diastasis recti. The doctors told me not to lift anything more than three pounds. I have to do this other therapy. I can't do, I couldn't even lift my leg to do a flutter. And they said no core exercises at all. Um, what flipped in my mind, right? So I've always been a great student, 3.97. 
golden rope graduated in America. Three years into my American life, I'm sending a diploma to my dad to put on his wall, feel proud. I was always a great employee, the hardest work, working one would close, you know, would open, like the managers relied on me. So I always had that respect towards managers, towards money and, you know, let's say I need the money, right? So that makes you responsible. You show up to your work, you do your job, you get paid for it. And what switched in my head, I was like, why can I, can I have that special respect for myself? Let me imagine I'm the manager. Let me imagine I'm, I'm the college professor and have that kind of accountability. Why should we have this kind of respect towards all of these other people, employers and managers and professors, and not to ourselves? And that was the switch in my head. The moment I took myself, I was like, look in the mirror. You're what matters. All these managers, they come and, come and go. All these jobs come and go, you know? but you are there for yourself for the rest of your life. Respect yourself. And that was it. Did you guys have any habits that you guys instilled? Because I know that a lot of a lot of this becomes like a routine now that you have to reshift and create these habits, whether it's affirmations every morning, whether it's knowing that you have to, I know you were doing fasted cardio in the morning and stuff. Like, can you walk us through what that, what did that transitional routine look like for you guys? That you're like, you know what, this is the new habits for us. Dream boards. We're big on dream boards, manifestation, uh, planning, project planning down to the minutia. We're just not going to say, you know, uh, this is what we want to do. We'll say, well, what are the steps we're going to take to do it? Very detail oriented. Like literal spreadsheet steps. Like this is step one, step two. This is what we got to order. This is how we have to, you know. And in order to do this, we have to schedule this, 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 make that into habits. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Talking about habits, so important. I used to, you know, emotional eat all the time. Put the kids to sleep. I'm wiped out. I'm, you know, I didn't have a good night this and that you're eating all the leftovers, right? So I, I uh, developed the routine of like the overeating or emotional eating with uh, different type of habits. Like you have to replace them. You can't totally keep yourself away from your habits or cut it because that's unhealthy. You're going to come back to it even worse. So all you need to do is figure out the habit that's making it bad for you and replace it. Going to the root and being able to go into the root portion yeah. control was another thing for me that um, after all these meal plans, I realized my portion, I have plates, I like containers that that's my portion. So even going after competitions, I know exactly how, how I'm going to make this into a lifestyle by putting it in that container. And then you're eyeballing too. what well, fits in that container. <laughs> it's like post office. If it fits, it ships. So yeah. that's what you yeah. got to eat. So then, you know, we also got educated about the fat and the carbs and the macros. So you know what what to do to effectively feed yourself. And then if you keep if you want to still eat after, you know, overeat right away, you get into that habit. My habit is to eat a lemon to just kind of close the door. So I'll just bite into a lemon, drink a water, you know, go write something or just like distract myself, get out of the kitchen. I get those hunger cravings yeah. crazy. Yeah. But it's about 20 minutes when you, when you control yourself, then the cravings go because the food kind of hits the stomach and yes. it's more than enough. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good tip by the way. Cause that's, I go through that all the time where it's like, I'm still hungry, but you have to kind of wait, you have to figure out ways to trick yourself for a few minutes or a little while and you get out of it. Yes. Um, absolutely. 
Anthony, something you said actually triggered something in me personally that I'm thinking about. You went from a very, very high level of income, right, with your business and you sold your business. So, you know, thank God you put yourself in a position where you financially were okay. But at the same time, you're a very goal-driven person. So when you didn't have the paycheck or the money at the end of the month to be your source of like, I had a great month, what do you replace that with? I know eventually you're growing in your business, but like, how do you replace that um, reward system, right? Like at the end of the month, now I know you said, adopt, you know, you, you were mastering something new, but we were, you're so used to hitting financial goals, right? So like, I've asked myself that question before, which is why I'm asking you, like, how do I transition from this to, to that when, when I'm ready to transition, you know what I mean? You have to take two steps backwards to take 10 steps forwards. So, you know, I looked at it like, uh, I look at real estate. I have to take money out of the bank and put a down payment. And it's going to take me a couple of years to get a return on that investment. But not only will you get the cash flow return, you'll get the equity appreciation return. <laughs> so you have to have that same mentality. You know, you can't just say, oh, geez, I'm going to take half a million from my bank and put it in there. It's going to take me three years to at least make my initial seed money back. You can't think that way. You have to say to yourself, what's that half a million dollars making more than what it was doing sitting in the bank? You know, so with yeah. this, there was a lot of uh, business opportunities I had to turn down in the millions of dollars because I could not stop training and go, going with my goals. So not only did I wasn't able to, to, to launch a business while I was losing weight, I couldn't take on any existing business and opportunities that were flying at me. So it took a lot of discipline to kind of turn those things away uh, for this for the greater good of my personal goals, my family goals, and then obviously my business goals. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, that's and that's amazing. So is it just like, hey, I have a go I have a long term goal. My long term goal is this, and that's it. I'm going towards that goal, and I'm I'm not going to shift my mentality and and pick towards the low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know that's the Facebook, uh, you know, Instagram, and that's the 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 compass mentality, right? They were running on a negative. And now look at them after the IPO, you know what I mean? Sure. Look at Mark Wahlberg's brand, you know, F, what is it, F41 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, F yeah, F45. They just went public. Yeah. I mean, these are companies that are running on a negative uh, for years, but their game plan is completely different. So, you know, uh, and, and, and the same thing goes for a real estate project. You're pouring money and uh, you don't get to see the return until you sell or lease everything out you know, and you're carrying overhead. So it's the same thing here. You have to pencil it out. You have to look at it long-term. You have to know what you're doing and hedge your bets accordingly. But the thing with this, there was the winning thing was me, you know, yeah. my body. That was the yeah. biggest thing. That was the biggest asset. You know, if, if someone would have told me that if Anthony, if, if write me a check for $5 million. I can make you look at the way you look right now. I probably would have written him a check for $5 million yeah. instead of having to do the thing. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So I was looked at it like I was writing myself a check, you know? So that's, that's really the truth. People would be, and people buy bodies through surgery or whatever, yeah. but you know, nothing this, this incredible. So, you know, I just put in the work. Goes back to taking charge of life and making life work for you and never once losing faith in, in yourself and, you know, doubting your plan. Yeah, and, and Teresa, to you, did you ever, at, at your point, ever say, look at it, they say, what are we doing? We sold the business, you're doing this, what are we, like, what are we going to do? Like, did you ever, did no. you, good. Well, <laughs> I, I, like, 100% trust him when it comes to business, finances, like, I know he knows what he's doing, 
And from my perspective, I just have to make myself the best asset that I can be. And I also, I know, I don't want to brag, but I'm kind of <laughs> thinking of myself as a mastermind behind it all because I visualize things. I'm like, you know, you can run the business. You know how to talk the talk. You know how to be the boss. Like, you know, all this details like he has this personalized relationship with all the coaches and he's a great businessman i watch him on day to day and i'm like i'd rather be the mastermind and visualize and just make it happen <laughs> through you <laughs> he's a good face for the business always right <laughs> yeah well when i met him it was funny we weren't even engaged yet and i was like you're the man that i would love to have a family with because he's like He's strong. He's solid, you know? And I was like, what a father he could be and what a husband he could be. And I, I can show you this at that time I did my visualization photo and um, I created this Photoshop photo. Oh, wow. wow. He's, he's thin, I'm thin and we have three children, which, our, our dog is the third one. So we do have it. He saw it. He's like, he's like, oh, so you want me to be thin? Not going to happen. I'm going to die fat and happy. And I was like, let's watch. Because I visualize hard. And, you know, yeah. it happens. Yeah. And then we started, then we, she started uh, putting, she said, well, pick a body you would want. And, I and, then, the I, body. and then I was like, you're going to look like this. That's unbelievable. That you did so that. this was way before if you look at this look this is august 26 look at the top date 2018 so he started wow. his first day of gym was july 21st so this is literally 2019 yeah yeah no 2018 oh, 2018 so yeah, this yeah. was only a month after he stepped foot on um you know at the gym where he's done this before and he's failed miserably yeah. but this time i was like we are catching on to this we're hanging on to this i'm making this picture you better look at this every day no pressure anthony no, <laughs> no pressure <laughs> and then i made this for myself <laughs> at least you did it for yourself too it wasn't just him it was good of course i it's told him I said, what is it I said there's pressure on both sides, so that's good. You yeah. Yeah. Because I, 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 I realized he definitely succeeds with a partner, you know? Mm. And I knew that I'm going to join him one day. I knew it was impossible at that time. That was 2018 where I was dealing with my son's issues. I took a big time step back. I was just parenting. That was my focus. And being the support. He needed juicing. I'll be running around juicing for this one, nursing this one napping this one i just survived i didn't take care of myself at all i in fact i was going downhill yeah i had eczema rash that i didn't even know what it is i had hives all over my body like i was just overused because i was nursing two kids which was by choice because i read that the older child feels replaced by the younger child <laughs> so if you keep nursing you know there's a healthier relationship for the siblings and that's all i wanted so I basically gave myself all to the family and I just survived. But in the back of my mind, I had made that photo and I knew it was going to happen one day. So when you have your goals and your dreams so specific, when the opportunity knocks one time, you're like, yes, you take on it. You don't yes. say, um, let me see, uh, what am I, you know, you're, you're not confused and then you let it pass. Mm. So I think it's very important. 
at the most impossible times, it is okay to dream big. It is okay to dream the impossible because if two years ago it was impossible, two years later, it's going to be yours to have. So just dream. That's all you got to do. It's like I, I posted something on Instagram the other day. I used to be deathly afraid of taking off my shirt, even in my own pool in the backyard. I would keep on a shirt. In and then, bed too. Yeah, and then you slept with his shirts on. And then I'm in I'm in England. We're competing in England where we took home ten trophies, and I'm in the tanning booth with a sock, just a sock covering me, <laughs> and I'm having a full fledged conversation with like three women that are spray tanning everybody, you know. And it's just like what a, what a world of a difference, you know. I'm not jealous and of then, that. And then <laughs> and then I walk out and I'm walking topless in the streets of Manchester. Manchester, yeah. Teresa, we're just walking. I, you know, you know? I saw you doing it in, in Orlando too. You were like you were walking around Disney. You're like, I got my shirt off. He's like, I, you know, I would have never thought this. And I, I yeah. For a second, I'm just like, it's crazy the mental transition you you know transformation you've been made. So, and you know what's interesting, the impact I'm having on the transformation community. They look up to me so much awesome, man. and it's an honor because a lot of these people, like we just did a competition in, in Texas. It's called summer shredding. It's one of the biggest transformation competitions. You get to play a two minute video of your story and, and then, you know, everyone plays their video and it's very, you know, people are crying people, 400 pounds, 500 pounds, losing weight competing on stage and there's people backstage they're like oh my god i cannot believe it i lost 250 pounds watching your documentary every day on the treadmill and i'm here competing with you like i just want to tell you the impact that you've had on me so it was really and then teresa got a chance to meet some of the women on the transformation side and hear their stories and so now like you know they're all looking up to us and what it is that we do and it's uh it's pretty it's it's epic I think that it's incredible the type of support system that you guys have with each other. It's like very motivational for each other as well and really keeping each other accountable and stuff. And it's like, it, it, it seems like because of what we know about you, me and Ralph know about you guys and what you guys have accomplished and continue to accomplish. What is that next step that you guys are looking at? You know, because it seems like whatever it is, you guys are going to accomplish it because you're rock solid. You know, it's like you got to get there no matter what because with all the challenges that you just named, right? It being COVID, having all the situations with the family, you know, being able to be losing physically and mentally everything that you were before, like that's a transformational change with everything, you know? It's like, so you guys already did almost what, what, what could be impossible to a lot of people that they wait their whole lives to be able to accomplish. Like what else do you have on this list? Because I don't know if you have another Photoshop photo that you did yesterday. the future. We have our plans for the next 10 years already. Yeah, yeah they're already <laughs> mapped out, you know. Uh, but but to, to answer, so um, mid-competition mid, um, season, we got the opportunity to get signed up to three top agents in, in Manhattan and, and California. So we are represented as brand ambassadors, as um, unscripted talent, as, you know, a few divisions that, we are interested in yeah we have show concepts that are being shopped around nbc bravo yeah. and so we're taking a lot of phone calls um we're also uh fitness influencers so we got signed to a big new fitness influencer agency uh we have a podcast show that we just got signed on to doing like a legit podcast on a streaming platform so we have a bunch of irons in the fire and then uh, also pushing you know um helping our daughter's career we, yeah 
We have a short film that we're basically in pre-production as we speak. And as soon as we're finished, we're going to focus on that project real quick. Yeah. Um, she She's going to be the lead of her own film, which is an amazing concept to raise awareness about such a deep topic. I don't know. Should we spill the beans? Not yet. But you, what I what I <laughs> wanted to touch on, what I wanted to touch on is everybody has their world. Right. So take a look at like uh, President Obama. At the end of the day, his world is Michelle and his daughters and whatever places that they frequent. And everybody has their own world. Like I told her when things were happening with COVID and the rioting and this and that, I said, let's map out our world. Is it affecting the park we take the kids to? No. Is it affecting the the, this, the grocery store we go to? No. Is it effect- So if it's not affecting our world, let's not worry about it too much. And there's nothing much we can do with what's going on right now. So everybody has their own world. So as long as you protect the world that you have and you've created for yourself, you know, you guys have your own world, your significant other, your children, whatever you, you have, the gas station that you go to to get gas. I mean, we're all routine animals, you know. So um, I think for us, it's important that we continue to grow our world, but we continue to make sure that our world is healthy. All the places that we frequent, all the things that we do with our children, our, our best friends, our closest people. So that's really what it is. At the end of the day, you could have you could be Elon Musk. You could be Richard Branson. You still have your world. You know, you control, you control. You, you're controlling what you can control every single day and making the best out of it. I think exactly. that's a great message. And, and just so that. You guys just got back from going to five separate competitions. I know we were talking about it offline right now, but you guys are working on a major project right now. So can you just give us a little bit more? Yes. So we competed in Orlando. That's where she got her pro card. And I won two different titles in Orlando. Then after that, we competed. In- um, I actually, I competed in OCB, OCB. which is an old tested federation. And yes. That was to just prove our viewers that you don't have to take any supplements. Like I was not even taking BCAAs or anything, just food working out, rest, hydration, and you can build massive amount of muscle. So that was to prove, and I, I did a, a, excellent. excellent. I actually yeah. took second place awesome. in the novice category and third place in the open. And then we both went to summer shredding. That's right. And I won I placed uh, third, she placed third in second. bikini. I've been against 20 year olds with no kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, and yeah. honestly, it was like a hundred contestants. So for her to place third against a hundred people, uh, was pretty amazing. And then I did transformation and then I placed second there. And then I placed uh, third in men's uh, in classic men's physique, classic yeah. physique, which was the first, another crossover that I did. Uh, After that, the- we traveled to UK and that was really the epic experience. I won first place bikini and the bikini category. And another 30. pro card, another and pro card. Another <laughs> pro card. We won as a couple first place. Yeah, we did a place. couple's routine where flipping and push-ups and it was pretty insane you know yeah. uh and then and i did way, male international model a little bit by the way because what people don't understand about these competitions is that people have been in them for years and the judges have been in them for years and they usually give the awards to the people they know already exactly so yes. exactly yes so we're coming I'll, in i'll there. say it, i know you won't say it but you guys are winning when you're not supposed to be winning exactly exactly <laughs> That's wow cool. look at that that's so cool. I so, haven't posted it yet, but we had a, a funny routine. Yeah, we were doing push-ups on each other's back. We won first place. We won first place. Awesome. And, and, and what Ralph said is correct. You know, there's a lot of uh, politics involved, um, you know, in, in inner friendship, nepotism, all that kind of stuff. 
uh, and we're total strangers and we come in and we start sweeping up awards. We brought 10 awards. 10 awards in Europe. We literally had a whole luggage filled with wrapping paper and these awards to not break them. And then... yeah, yeah, got a big, big trophy. Looking like rappers out of this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place with these well, awards. One day we should do that. I That's know, so funny. Good true. idea. And then we, uh, and then we competed after that. Uh, we kept MPC for like the later, you know, times because yeah. we were like, we'll have many peaks under our belt because you know MPC is very hardcore. Hardcore, hardcore. Oh my gosh, two hundred contestants, the biggest competition yeah. that we had. Yeah. And yet, um, uh, you know, I I placed fifth. Yeah. In my division, he did great. He did third, third fourth, fourth, and fifth. And fifth. Yeah, in, in classic physique, which was hard. Again, guys, they've been training 15, 20 years. Uh, and I was able to place there. It was pretty insane, you know, just to even be next to them and not look like I don't belong there. Like, I was moved around. The judges were, like, judging me, putting me in the middle, putting me on the side. putting me in, it, was, it, was, it was incredible just to go through that experience. Um, and so all of this is being documented because Amazon requested that we do a docu-series since the first documentary is such a big hit. Mm-hmm. They were like, what's hot right now is docu-series. So do a 12-episode docu-series. I guess people like to binge watch stuff now. They do, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, so they said put together you know, a part two and spread it out among over a year period of time. And so we said, no problem. This is what our plans are anyway. We'll just film everything. So we hired different videographers because of COVID restrictions, people that were part of certain, like we hired one from the UK, we hired one from Brazil. So different guys. And we got a chance to work with all sorts of different talent and tell our story and really capture it. So not only is it going to show us transforming multiple times and improving our physique, but everything that we go through, but it's also going to tell people about the industry in a more open way. It's a more transparent way. So you don't have to really uh, be a genius to understand what it's like to get involved. Yeah, in because your- you get involved, you don't know anything. Everything just seems so dark, just like health insurance, right? You don't know which insurance policy to pick. Or how do you, you know, it's just such a world. And when you dig in and dive in, you educate yourself. We're here to just do that for them. It's like, you know, some insurance companies, they have an agent that comes to your home, right? Sits and explains everything. That's basically what we're going to be yeah. for the in- industry. Yeah. You so it's gonna... you take the intimidation out of it for people. Yes. The biggest thing. And yeah. also people, people will dedicate their times and then they'll go into a show that they've only heard about that one show. Well, maybe that's not the federation they belong to, you know, depending on their look, depending on their workouts. Maybe they didn't hire the it's right like real coach. estate. What do you want to do? Sales, mortgages, rentals, commercial development. There's yeah, there's, and there's a lot of different niches. Yeah. This is why we want to expose everything. And where, where do you want to fit in? You know, don't waste your time. Go and get to a competition stage. Then be like, you know what? Next time I'm going to do this other federation. Just go straight in correctly. I just want to, you know, save all that time and hassle for everyone else. Yeah. So we got that in uh, that iron in the fire amongst all the other things. So we're going to wrap up. We got one last competition in Vegas. This is the world. This is the world. This one was uh, the main reason why we're doing this is because in the documentary, I had won the competition, a ticket to go to the world to compete against the best transformation people around the world. So this is the best. This is like the World Series or the Super Bowl of competitions for this particular federation so it's we're going to do glamorous that. 
and very fashionable yeah. and you don't have to be six feet tall and signed by a modeling agency to get up there and have a catwalk and feel confident about yeah. yourself. You can just take your body, be accountable, build your body and, and you know, do it in your life. If you've o- always wanted that experience, you can just have that experience. You just pay for registration, have a sick body that you've worked on. You're in control and you get up there, feathers and all, you glam yeah. up. If you want to, you know, inspire your children, inspire your neighborhood, inspire your friends and family. And it's all, um, how do you call it? Snowball effect. You know, I was inspired by a few other moms, you know, so other moms watching me are being inspired. And if they take on this experience, they're going to inspire other, you know, it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think what you guys um, are doing is amazing. I really do. I, you know, I, I see you guys, I can tell just about the, your stories, how you're affecting people every single day in a positive way. And I'm sure that's rewarding enough, but in the same time, you're building a business and you're creating a media empire. And um, I'm happy to be along on the journey, just watching. So I, I really, I, you know, and, and before I let you guys go, I, uh, how can people get in touch with you if people are interested in everything? Is it the RBT website? Is it Yeah, like- we have uh, rbtshow.com okay. where we always announce all of our challenges. Obviously, my Instagram, Anthony Lolly, or Teresa's Instagram, Teresa Hakobian, but mainly rbtshow.com. We're always keeping it up to date. We're offering $100,000 prizes all the time for people to jump on to the next 90 day challenges. We got one on week eight right now or week 12. Uh, so it's, uh, we're going to announce some winners in a couple of weeks, you know, and so you can kind of see what we did with the last challenge and who won. And we had a grandma who won, mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't look like a grandma, but she won the prize money and she won first place. And, and we had a truck like- driver that, that had no home living out of his truck. He won third place working out in the street. Uh, second place was a guy who went from really, really skinny to putting on 20 pounds of muscle. Uh, so we have all walks of life, you know, people that we've cured their diabetes and it's, it's crazy. It's insane. What does the 90 day challenge consist of? Like, what is the challenge for them? So what happens is, is that they either need to put on weight or lose weight. You know, it depends on whether they're coming in. So they talk about what their goals are and we, we assign them a coach, a radical body transformation coach, and that coach will coach them to victory. Got it. Got it. Simple as that, whatever their goals are. They're going to announce their goals and they got to reach their goals and they're competing against, you know, other people and let the best man and woman win. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I mean, and I can tell anybody that's listening and that's going to go to the website that I know you guys don't do anything half ass. So <laughs> this is, this is a real program that they can really get fit on that. And you guys are both proof in the pudding. Um, if you, it wasn't enough that you did it now, Teresa, you did it as well. So you guys have proof that it could happen. And, um, yeah, just thank you guys for being here. And thank you guys thank for you. continuing to, to share all the stuff with us because I think it's powerful. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having us. A hundred percent. I think that you guys are both extremely, extremely inspirational. You know, right now on social media, we have a lot of fitness models and influencers, a lot of girls taking their butt pics and doing all this, right, to get the glamour, right? But there's not a lot of them that actually provide substance, you know, to really be able to help somebody transform their life completely. And what you guys are doing 
you actually putting that in the forefront as opposed to your ego to like look good. It's more about being able to help other people go through that journey. So yeah. on behalf of everybody that watches you guys and sees everything that you guys are doing, thank you for serving as that person, you know, especially you guys are very spiritual and you want that mission. Thank I, you. It's, I thank you guys for being able to be those people that actually want to serve as the people that can guide others to that beautiful lifestyle that they know they can have, but they need inspiration like you guys. So thank, thank you guys you, so much. For real. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, we're going to talk about this soon. I want to have another conversation once the documentary is out. And I know everything's ever changing. So we'll definitely have you guys back. And we're looking forward to the podcast. And um, talk to you guys soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate talk to you it. soon. Bye-bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Anthony Lolly and his wife, Teresa Hakobian, and enjoyed as much as we did, especially being inspired by what they're doing all across America today. Next week, we have the founder of the Micro Empire, Jennifer Grimson herself, as she teaches us that sometimes a success is not one big decision that completely changes your life, but many micro successes that can lead to that financial freedom. So make sure that you tune in next week. It's going to be real good. See you guys there.